Hey friends, welcome to the People Priority Podcast, where we dig into topics that help you show up as your best self for you and your circle of influence. I'm your host, Julie Schneers, a teacher turned speaker, team culture consultant, and leadership growth coach who loves people. Join me here every week for conversations that will motivate, educate, and hopefully just inspire you to grow through the power of communication, connection, and confidence. Because you and your people, you're worth it. Balance and boundaries. When I say those words, how much of you cringes? I love walking through the idea of how we can grow in balance in our lives by setting healthy boundaries because I've heard time and time again from coaching clients, from friends and family around me, how much of a struggle this is. So I know it's not just me. We're going to deep dive a little bit into maybe how we can show up better for ourselves because at the end of the day, being able to confidently step forward as your best self is one of our most important goals on this podcast. It's not just about other people. It's about you being able to show up as your best self so that those you impact, those in your circle of influence can be a priority in a way that helps them be their best self also. Okay. So I'm going to start with a story. My daughter, she came home uh, yesterday and was very frustrated with people in her space. And at first I couldn't tell what was wrong. She was just off. She was not necessarily happy, but nothing bad happened within her day. So when we sit down and we're having a conversation about what is frustrating her, what is making her feel like her day was bad, even though she couldn't narrow down one bad thing in her day, the truth really was some of the people in her space, some of her little friends My daughter is a lot like me in that she gives empathy everywhere. She's a feeler. She feels to her core. I'm the kind of person that can go to the funeral of somebody I barely knew and still just fall apart about it because I I see their family and I feel to my core how hard that is. And I I just, I'm a feeler. I'm a feeler for other people. Uh, It's how I show up so heartfelt for other people and I'm all in, but it's also really taxing. And as a teacher, um, and being a really, an empath, a really heavy feeler, I struggled often with kids who were struggling. I couldn't help, but throw my whole heart and resources into every problem uh, that I saw and every opportunity that showed it could be helpful. But of course, when you're teaching and you're teaching 120 to 150 students, that means that you you become stretched very thin. So if you are a heavy feeler like myself, that can be extra taxing. Now, if you are struggling with the people in your space in any way, and it isn't necessarily that you're an empath, boundaries are still impactful. So stick with me. So my daughter and I have this conversation about the girls in her space that are extra negative. And her exact examples were of two girls, there were three involved, but two girls who had a hard time not gossiping about others. And that's just something that I I can't stand. Uh, I don't I don't want her to ever get caught up in that because truly mean girl mentality 
is heavy in junior high. And let's be real in life. Okay. Women in life, us supporting each other is really impactful, but it's also crazy hard to find sometimes that group of women that will stand for you and support you and, and be a true friend. So for my daughter to walk through that in junior high, a conversation we've had a ton is we don't say unkind things about others. She is the one that in third grade decided she couldn't be friends with someone because they were gossiping about her friend. And she was like, if they will be unkind to them, they'll be unkind to me. And she's like, and we're done. I mean, that was her. It was black and white. Uh, but now, of course, she's growing into man, this is around me and I can't just cut everybody out of my life boundaries, right? We're going to get back to that. So she was struggling with the two girls in her space that could not stop gossiping about other people, whether they were friends of hers or not. And then the third person was someone who was saying unkind words out loud to people that she wanted to stand for, but they weren't exactly her real good friends. So she felt like it would be awkward. So we're sitting in this space of, Things she's watching and hearing that aren't necessarily linked to her are still personally affecting her. And the conversation that we had to have was, you have a choice. You have a choice of cutting the problem person out, letting your sanity you know, run with, I, I'm not going to listen to it and I'm done with them, or letting go of how hard you hold on to it and just dismiss it, try to let it roll off your back, which is sometimes hard for us to do, or meet in the middle and have a conversation about the boundary. And and of course, we've talked about what that looks like, the conversation of, hey, I don't like when you say negative things about other people. And if you don't mind, I would rather you not have those conversations with me. That's a great place to start before you just cut them out. And of course, the leadership uh, growth coach that I am, I would encourage you strongly to have the conversation because communication is crazy impactful. Sometimes people don't understand what they're doing. Sometimes people um, aren't sure where you stand and a, a kind conversation can go a really long way. So I am an advocate for communication. And of course, my, my child knows this. I think the conversation about boundaries is important. I hate the idea of just crying and quitting. I hate the idea of just leaving a friendship or leaving an opportunity or leaving a job. We're going to go ahead and start stretching this to all of our lives without having a conversation about a boundary, about the issue, about what's frustrating you. So you really do only have those three options. You can either try to let it roll off and not bother you. You can have the conversation or you can cut the person out. You can quit the job. You can walk out of the space. Those are really our options. And of course, the next big piece of this conversation boiled down to how do I decide what boundaries to draw? So I know you might've been a little bit invested in my child's story here, but the truth is I'm sitting in that same space with people around me. And I'm almost 40 years old. I've had conversations with other people that I coach, other people that have met me at speaking events, 
that I've asked questions about what do I do when I can't handle how leadership is handling this or how my team is dealing with this or this person in my space. And it always boils down to balance and boundaries. So when you are stuck in trying to figure out what does that look like? What choice do I make? How do I move forward? Because the reality is it is negatively affecting me. And I think that's what's key, right? How do I move forward differently because it is negatively affecting me? The next step is asking yourself where you stand. What are your values? So that's the conversation that her and I had. What is important to you? What do you value? And I'm going to go back to uh, your legacy lens, which you can back up to almost the very beginning of this podcast, uh, not this episode, back, back all the way. And we talk about grooming the legacy you want to leave behind and then making decisions through the lens of your legacy. And how that starts is asking yourself, how do I want to be seen and known? Because you're going to be remembered. The question is, how do you want to be remembered? And that kind of starts with, what are your values? What do you want to be remembered for? Starts with, how do I showcase the things that are most important to me? So what my values are and how they link to the people in my space is a really important question. Now, if you are in a friend group, it might very well be easy to say, she's a negative Nancy. I find myself negative every time I'm around her. She's a gossip. I gossip when I'm around her. She's unkind to others. And that frustrates me. Those things are negatively impacting my life. It might be healthy for me to set a boundary. That very well can be the truth. doesn't mean it's easy. Sometimes those are people that you're going to see every single day and cutting them out of your life is not just like, oh, let's pivot and move here. It doesn't work that way always. So there, there definitely is adjustments that might need to be made. But at some point you have to decide what healthy boundaries you're going to set for yourself. And that's a question that my daughter had to ask herself knowing that it could be difficult because she's going to see these girls every single day. But the other piece of the puzzle is when she's around someone who's negatively uh, talking all the time at other people around her. And it's not really a friend. It's just, she hates the negativity that's coming out of this person's mouth, not in her friend group, but just around. Well, then now you might not have a choice to just cut her out because she's going to be in the space. So now what's next there? That's balancing your sanity and what you take personally what you can control and standing for maybe what's important to you. So if one of my values is kindness, then it might be worth you to take a stand and say, Hey, I'd like to have a conversation about this. Hey, I'm wondering if you could be kinder to this person or not say those things in front of me because it really bothers me. They might not even know if you aren't willing to have the conversation. If you're going to set healthy boundaries, you have to be willing to have a balancing conversation. That's just a truth. Now, healthy boundaries will tell us, one, it's not your job to fix others. So let's just have that conversation. Also, in the realm of healthy boundaries, it's okay if somebody gets angry because you're not giving them their way that that might that growth piece 
could be a change and a loss and a pain that they don't like. So just because somebody gets upset about your boundary doesn't necessarily mean it's the wrong boundary. If that boundary helps you show up as your best self, and we've done an episode about how impactful it can be to say no, especially in leadership roles, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say, that's all right. I don't want to hang out with you. It's okay to say, we're busy, busy being healthy. So I'm not going to say yes to an event. That means that I have to be around this negative Nancy or this gossip or this person who is unkind. It might be difficult to set those boundaries, but you have to ask yourself, one, what are my values? Two, how am I showcasing those values in my behaviors? And three, how healthy am I with and without this boundary? Because if you are healthier, happier, able to show up as the best version of you with that boundary, then it's the right boundary to set. And of course, when somebody gets a little upset or throws a fit about a boundary, it probably is a boundary that should have been set a long time ago. At the point that you're coming home in tears, that you're frustrated, that you're angry because of a boundary you haven't set, you have to ask yourself, is that your fault or theirs? If they are creating this unhappiness in you, the question is, why haven't you set a boundary there? Because you can't fix everyone. It isn't your job to fix everyone. It is not your job to take responsibility for others always. It's not your job to make sure everyone's doing their best. And if you're a leader, you're going to encourage that, but you can't make anyone do anything they don't want to do. But you can start by setting a really good example in yourself and in setting healthy boundaries and finding that balance. So conversation with my daughter, it did end well. It ended with, um, she, she needed to ask herself some really tough questions and she's willing to do that. We, we talked through it. The beautiful gift of having a mother who is a, a coach, she's going to keep asking questions until you feel like you can move forward. But it also meant that they were hard conversations because knowing you've done the right thing when you draw a boundary can be difficult. So what does that look like? It looks like you are able to breathe easier. You're happier. You know you did the right thing in your heart because it links to your values. And it might be the right thing for you and not for someone else because they aren't healthy or or they have a different vision. And that's also okay because different personalities exist for a reason. God made us all different. If it's creating an unhealthy space for you, then maybe you do need to set a boundary in that space, with that space, or with that person. Now, when you set a boundary and you're able to look yourself in the mirror and say, I did the right thing, then letting go of what other people think has got to be the next step. Because like I said earlier, if they throw a fit about it, it was probably a boundary that needed to be put in place long before now. And and it isn't going to just get better because you set a boundary and you're working on being your best self. They may throw a fit on social media 
They may post crap like they know the whole story. They may uh, keep saying unkind, unkind things. And at some point, you may have to decide, this is not my personal problem. And that might be really hard to do. But if you're walking into a space with dread, if you are approaching a conversation with a person having this dread in the back of your mind and the gut, then maybe that's a person you just need to set a boundary with. Having that boundary conversation is a good place to start. I encourage that. Um, but you know, it rings, it rings true. And sometimes we don't have those tough conversations because they're uncomfortable. Okay. So if that's the case and you're thinking, all right, I can't completely cut that person out of my life and I cannot just let it roll off of me anymore. And maybe we're talking about a, about a person. Maybe we're talking about your job. Maybe we're talking about a board that you're on. This can cross apply. If you can't go to either end of the spectrum, because those complete opposites are just too extreme then you're looking at a place in the middle. And if you've been fighting having a tough conversation, one, episode 10 has some really great tips on navigating tough conversations. Also, episode 15, I had Jen Whitmer, who is a conflict specialist, and she talked about conflict resolution and how different styles of people link to the Enneagram, but also just how they navigate differently. And that would give you some insight. There's tons of resources Go dig up some resources, but you are stuck. If you're not going to do one of the extremes, you are stuck in the middle and having a conversation. And the worst thing you can do to yourself in, if you're worried about it, creating more worry is to not to, to just sit in it. Just sitting in it doesn't make it go away. Now, I am also aware that sometimes time can heal. Sometimes time can help, but time doesn't necessarily undo the things that are creating havoc in your heart and in your head. So if you are sitting in the space that you're like, I am unhealthy, I am unhappy because of a boundary or balance issue, then time isn't going to make it go away. It's going to rear its head again later. You might need to have a hard conversation. Now, a hard conversation doesn't have to look mean and nasty. It can be out of kindness. So really and truly go look at episode 10 because I I do think there's some impactful ways to navigate that. But what's important is that you walk into that conversation knowing what your values are so that you know your why. You, you, You know why it bugs you. You know why it's frustrating you. And you know where you need to take a stand. But you also need to come at that conversation out of love. Be careful about letting it get so built up that all of a sudden you break and and there's no love in it anymore. And, And this is what I find is pretty common, which is why I think it's worth us having this conversation. Have you had the conversation? Have you shared that this is frustrating you? No, I never have. But I've been frustrated for three years. Okay. Well, we're a little late to the party. So starting with screaming and yelling, and I, I never want to be in your life again, is not a great way to start. You should have had that conversation before. There's no going back now. So let's start with where we are. And where we are is, why did you stay? Why did you sit in the frustration for so long? Well, there was a piece of that person or that job or that space that you loved. So start there. 
Start with the love. Start with the positive piece. Hey, I value you in my life. Hey, I love this job. I love the people in this job. Start with the things that bring you joy or brought you joy. Don't start with, I'm so sick and tired of this. And then move to something that's become problematic in my head and my heart or has become problematic in this space or something that I've really spent some time considering is this is important to me. Insert value here. Kindness is important to me. Seeing perspective is important to me. Not rattling off unkindly is important to me. And it's something that I feel like has been a struggle in this space, in our friendship, whatever it is. Being able to have the conversation of, can can that look differently for us? And not just, I'm telling you, I'm not going to put up with it anymore, but a, a real conversation. And of course, you'll see it in Tough Conversations, um, the episode 10. Asking curious questions can also be helpful because sometimes there's more to it. And when you find those pieces out, then then that can lead you down a different road. But sometimes people are not able to see perspective and people, other people don't have healthy boundaries and other people don't have balance. And you, again, cannot make them do anything that they aren't willing to do for your friendship or your loyalty or having you as an employee. What insert here, right? And that's where sometimes those hard boundaries have to be drawn. So I'm going to wrap it down with boundaries are important. Do not shy away from setting a healthy boundary for yourself. Remembering what your values are and is the way you are behaving or is what you are accepting from others acceptable and in line with your values. Because if if it's not, then expect to be frustrated. If it's not, don't be mad at other people when they're showing you their true colors and you just didn't set healthy boundaries. Balancing, letting things roll off your shoulders and setting healthy boundaries, that's important. It might be difficult, but it's important if you're going to show up as your best self and be true to who you are. So have the conversations because you want to come home at the end of the day. You want to leave time with those friends. You want to leave work in a place that it fuels you and feeds you and pours value into your life because life is too short to get caught in the silly things that are not big picture. Even though it's challenging, sometimes healthy boundaries just have to be set. All right, so your big takeaways for today are one, you have to make the choice. No one can make it for you. Only you can decide where balance can play a part and where boundaries need to be set. That is your choice. But a good place to start with Okay, where do I start in balance or boundaries or does it align with your values? Does that person and their behavior align with your values and how you want to be seen and known? That's a great place to start. 
It'll help you make the choice. It helps put things into black and white perspective sometimes when you need that because people and relationships can be hard and you want everything to be right and it turns gray. Sometimes you do need to back up and look at the black and white. Number two, looking at your value, your values, evaluating your values. That can be challenging. You might need to sit down and go back to the Legacy Lens podcast. You might need to really be intentional about how you want to be seen and known. Because in the midst of tough conversations, it's easy to go, well, I mean, but but she's a good friend otherwise. I want to remind you this. You are who you hang with. Words of my mama. Those top five people that are around you most are going to bleed off into your life. And if that negative Nancy is in your top five and it's causing you negativity, let me promise you this. You are starting to take on her negativity, not just shouldering the things that frustrate you about her, but you are also sending out those things that you are frustrated with because it's going to become norm to you. So complaining about others, posting on social media, instead of having a real conversation, being unkind, not, not thinking that your words can affect others not thinking that your leadership doesn't affect those you lead. Insert here, right? Those pieces might be difficult, which is why it's important to really evaluate what your values are and stick to your guns. All right, number three, your happiness is up to you. Only you can decide. No one else is going to tell you who to be friends with in the real world, in the adult world. Your happiness is up to you. And if you are surrounded by negative Nancy's at work and you can't quit the negative Nancy's and you love your job, well, then balance is going to be where the, where the jam is going to be. You got to find balance. That's your jam. So balance out what you take in, set a mental boundary about walking to the water cooler or eating lunch around the negative Nancy's put yourself in a space but maybe also have the conversation with leadership so that they at least know it's a struggle for you. Because again, you don't want to be three years down the line, still frustrated and never having had the conversation. That conversation can be changing. The conversation can lead to more happiness, but ultimately your happiness is up to you. Do not complain about the people in your space or on your social media feed or in your workspace, unless you are willing to do what it takes to live your best life and be your best self, which might mean a tough conversation. All right. Your challenge this week, we're going to start with the positive because I think that's important. It's what I did with my daughter in our conversation yesterday is write down three things that you love and are happy with in the realm of your boundaries. What are three times that you've set a healthy boundary that it paid off? What are three areas of your life that you are proud of the boundaries you've set, whether it's for yourself or for others. And then sit back and only look for one, one area that you want to improve. What is one area in the realm of balance and boundaries that would increase your happiness? And it might be as simple as you need to set a boundary about your lunchtime actually being a break time. I know we've talked a lot about people and spaces, but it might be your own self. 
you might need to just set a healthy boundary for at lunch, I'm going to actually break and breathe because I'm happier after lunch. If I actually break and breathe, that's a boundary I'm going to set. I don't know. Everybody's space is different. But you setting healthy boundaries doesn't just start with, this is a place I'd like to be better. It really starts with next steps. So the next piece is once you find that one place, write down what your next step is. Maybe your next step is that tough conversation. Maybe your next step is to hold yourself accountable. But write down what a next step is. All right, your quote for the day is by poet and monk Thomas Merton. Happiness is not a matter of intensity, but of balance and order and rhythm and harmony. I love that so much because harmony is something that I am striving more for in my life and encouraging in my kids' lives and those I coach, which can only be found with balance and boundaries. Have a good week. I'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening and being my people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hook me up with a five-star review. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the People Priority Podcast so you don't miss out on more tips, tricks, and important reminders. I'll see you next week.